Good evening. Happy Monday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Monday, best day of the week because it's the day that I get to come back and hang out with you guys here. Love being being with you guys. Uh, it's also tax day. Yeah, that dreaded day of the year when people have to sit down and either write a check uh, to the IRS for money owed uh, or hopefully get uh, get looking at a big fat return. And we're going to talk about uh, tax day today because there was a lot of promises that were made under the Trump and Republican Party tax plan. And we've got the best person ever to talk about tax day today. We've got Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots, which stands for Taxed Enough Already, who's going to be here to talk about that. And we the breaking news this morning before it became about Paris was that the Mueller report is being dropped on Thursday. So, of course, we've got the one and only Miss Sidney Powell, who wrote the book License to Lie, the book. You know, we I, I got to brag on myself here. I was one of the first people that started having Sidney Powell on the show years ago, actually, when she wrote the book. But I'm happy for her that she's become uh, quite the go-to gal for anything related to the deep state and the Department of Justice. And she will be here at the bottom half of the show to give her expectations of what we can expect from the report itself, as well as next steps in terms of the transition from the hunted the hunters becoming the hunted. I want to hear from you guys, though. 888-344-1170. The question of the day is, are you feeling, and, and of course, we're going to talk about uh, Notre Dame, but uh, I, I do want to hear from you about anything. If you want to talk about Notre Dame, that's great. But, you know, some, uh, but my real question for everybody today is related to taxes, because according to Washington Post, 65% of Americans received uh, a tax break this year. 80-something percent of the middle class received a tax break, but 9% of the middle class actually ended up having to pay more. I'm curious where you fell in that and whether or not you're one of the, the, some of the people who aren't that thrilled with the tax plan. What are your thoughts? 888-344-1170. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend will be here to take your calls, and that is none other. Y'all know who I'm talking about? It's DJ Carrotsticks. So many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrotsticks. Yeah, she is. Uh, in, in in part because she's got that southern sassy style that y'all know I love so much. And also because so does Jenny Beth Martin, too, by the way. I mean, it's kind of girls' night here, unless any guys come up with any courage to call in you know i had somebody come at me today a dude today some little low level podcaster i love podcasters by the way but this was a dude who was clearly trolling twitter today to try to find something that he could get gain some attention from and so he decided to come at me because when i heard the news about notre dame today being on fire a couple things came to mind initially first of all was what should have come to everybody's mind and if you were not immediately wondering and questioning whether or not Islamic terror was involved in the, in the burning of Notre Dame, you're either completely ignorant of anything going on in the world, meaning you just have no information, you haven't been paying attention, you have no idea what's been going on in the world, particularly in the last you know, 15 or 20 years, or you are part of the problem. Because everybody should have been wondering, not reaching conclusions, but wondering if that was at play. And so I, and, and I posed the question out there about it. And of course, we've got the, the, the two camps, the ignorant people, and then those that are kind of the same people. Anybody who got angry at, at those of us questioning today whether or not arson or terrorism was involved in the Notre Dame attack are the same people defending Ilhan Omar. 
These are people that are more angry over the response to Ilhan Omar than what she said. People more angry over me questioning whether or not it could have possibly been related to Islamic terror than whether or not Islamic terror was involved. And oh, by the way, the people, the other thing that I thought about was response time. There's people today angry. I even heard a so-called conservative talk show host in San Diego today busting on President Trump because he tweeted out something along the lines of, um, how about dropping some buckets of water on there? Two hours approximately went by before an ounce of water was thrown the way of Notre Dame. Two hours. And I know it's not even remotely connected in a sense, but I actually got a phone call from somebody who was thinking the same exact thing as I was. Two hours and you haven't attempted to respond in any way to it. Their excuse later was something about can't use river water or whatever because it might damage uh, the structure. Well, how about two hours of burning out of control without any water on it? And I thought about Princess Diana who reports are that she could have lived, possibly, had she not been hit in the car accident in Paris because their response times are not what they should be over there. In America, I think we, we, you know, we, have, we have better response times, just something else to be appreciative of. And the only reason why I'm bringing that up is because if you're more upset today at something that President Trump tweeted in terms of, I wish, in other words, he wished that he was seeing a greater response to the fire, then something's wrong with you. You, again, are part of the problem, in my opinion. My heart broke today over this because this was a symbol, not just of beautiful architecture, of which it is gorgeous, not just because it's old, of which it is and it's amazingly historical, but because of what it represents, and not even just to the people of France, but to Christians and Catholics around the world. And this is the day after Palm Sunday, our Holy Week. As we lead up to Easter Sunday in which we celebrate the fact that we serve a risen Savior who rose on the third day after dying on the cross for our sins. So today is a tragedy, not just for the people of France and not even just for Catholics, but it's a tragedy for those of us who love and respect and value Western civilization and most importantly, our Judeo-Christian principles. And for Christians, this, is, this was an incredible symbol. And that's one reason why I suspected what went on. Because we had churches, we had a church, multiple churches in the United States of America on Palm Sunday that were desecrated. One in South Carolina in which it was vandalized by Islamists and Islamic Jihad. In fact, there had been a series of like 12 churches and 12 cathedrals around the state of France that had been desecrated and destroyed and had their artwork destroyed. And there was an article that the French, French authorities were, were trying to figure out why this was going on. Are you kidding me? Why are you asking why this was going on? You don't know? You don't know that you've imported in many people who have a political ideology of Islam and they cannot coexist? Because their political idea, and, and it is a political ideology, is one of Sharia, which is not compatible with any other religion. It's the same ideology that had a guy drive a truck over the streets of Nice, wiping out how many French, as well as other tourists. But here's the good news for those of us Christians today and those of us whose hearts are breaking for this amazing symbol of Christianity and Catholicism having been destroyed, is it doesn't change the fact that Jesus rose, he died for us, 
and rose on the third day and we serve a living Savior. That doesn't change because of your hate. The word is, is that they plan to rebuild Notre Dame. I guess it burned before and they plan to rebuild it again. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that I was able to see it once. Yeah, well, it's, uh, and, and I'm, to me, that's a symbol of its strength, a symbol of the strength of Western civilization and, and the fact that you, you that this is a global battle that's going on. Let's talk about, uh, I've already mentioned the fact that uh, churches have been desecrated all across France. I've mentioned the fact that a couple have happened here in the States. Uh, let's also talk about all around the world how this has been happening. I reported on the show that a, that a Catholic church or cathedral in the Philippines, multiple bombs killed 20 in January. Let's talk about Egypt. That had to declare a state of emergency because of how many Coptic churches and Catholic cathedrals that were bombed. That one of their one of their largest terrorist attacks in Egypt happened on Palm Sunday in a church. Let's we could talk about Iraq and everything that happened has happened to the Christians that have been slaughtered on mass in Iraq, as well as the Yazidis. If you look at it, there's a website called Open Doors which tracks, which tracks attacks on Christians uh, around the world, they've got an article in there that say that uh, in uh, Africa, in, uh, that in the, S- the Sudan and Somalia, that uh, every day Christians are being slaughtered. I think it's in one small area. I can't remember the name of it. Go to Open Doors. Linda Lowry is the author of it. 11 Christians a day are being killed over there. We could actually go far back to what's called being referred to as the Forgotten Holocaust, in which 1.5 million Armenians were slaughtered in a genocide attack because they were Christians. And did you guys know, in doing my research today, I realized that the United States has still not declared that for what it was, genocide. Churchill did. He said, he referred to it, uh, um, he said World War I presented itself uh, for uh, clearing, for the Turks, clearing Turkish, Turkish soil of the Christian race. Hitler said that Turkey is taking advantage of the war in order to thoroughly liquidate its internal foes, i.e. the indigenous Christians, without being thereby disturbed by foreign interference. 1.5 Armenian Christians were slaughtered. There's images that were unearthed of Christian girls being crucified alive. I reported a a stat recently that another Christian organization that tracks uh, uh, attacks on Christians around the world said that between... uh, a 10-year period, I think it was 2005 to 2015, upwards of 900,000 Christians had been slaughtered in the name of Islam. I don't know if that was involved. I know that uh, some women were convicted today. There had been multiple terrorist plots against Notre Dame that had been foiled. In fact, three women, I think, were in court today in France being uh, being uh, charged, not being charged, they've already been charged, but being sentenced for a terrorist plot that was foiled there. There was another one that was planned in 2016. But what I also do know is that we are in a battle, a global battle with an ideology that cannot coexist. And I'm going to remind everybody, I talked about it last week with Ilhan Omar on the fifth anniversary of 9-11, Pakistani ambassador, Dr. Ahmed from American University. I've used this quote many times, but I'll say it again. He said on the fifth anniversary of 9-11, he said, the terrorists are in a war against Western civilization. He said, don't you people think? Don't you think at all? But what I don't always follow up on was what he said after that. He said, do you think that because it's a bomb on a train in Madrid 
or a bomb in a nightclub in Bali or a bomb in a tube in London that doesn't have anything to do with you? That was in 2006 that he said that. We are in a fight for our lives. Europe may well be gone. France has has tried over the years to try to roll back some of the progress that the Islamists have made and taking them over from within. We've got an opportunity here. I don't know. I don't know if France is going to wake up now and realize what they're dealing with because when they put out an article the other day saying they don't know why these these churches have been been destroyed and been attacked, it's insane. If but as somebody tweeted out today, if this will not make them wake up and realize the battle that is going on within their country, nothing will. But we need to know it here as well. We're going to take a break. We got to shift gears though because this is another major day in addition to Notre Dame. It is tax day. The happiest day of the year if you're a Democrat, right? We've got Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots who's going to be here, and they're celebrating their 10th anniversary. She's going to be here to talk about Trump's tax plan as well as the push for socialism in the country. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K. here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are for students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree purchase your copy of facing reality in american education today at amazon.com fm 96.1 north county am 1170 san diego the answer andro 400 max man that's a game changer you know i don't eat as much as i used to and i don't miss it and i don't feel deprived I've lost 37 pounds, and a spare tire around my waist is gone. I mean, it's gone. Plus, I've got a lot more energy. You know, I couldn't be happier. Now, listen to what Bill said about Andro 400. I have tried all kind of different things to lose weight for years, and this thing is crazy. I've lost 20-something pounds. This is the best product I've ever tried. I don't get the urge anymore for sweets. It's amazing. Guys, do you want to curb your appetite, lose fat, and feel great? Then try Andro 400, the natural testosterone booster that melts belly fat. Call 1-888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, or go to andro400.com, andro400.com. Let's face it, everyone loves to shop. From my experience of meeting a famous politician in the Hermes store in Paris to my unforgettable experience test driving my first 600 horsepower car in which I said, I'll take it before it even hits 60 miles an hour. We are pretty sure everyone has at least one unforgettable shopping experience. Hello, we are Kirian, Ken, founders of Income Store. Have you ever considered shopping for your next income? And we don't mean your next job. 
Did you know that you can walk into Income Store's website through a door on the left or a door on the right? If you're just starting out or you simply have more time than money, you're going to enter our website on the left. If you've got more money than time, then definitely the right door is for you. If you're looking to increase revenue in your home or business and would like to create a brand new, greatest shopping memory, all you have to do is change where you shop. Check out one of the two doors at IncomeStore.com. That's IncomeStore.com. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Democrats won't repeat their huge mistake of 2016, focusing on the popular vote and national polling while ignoring crucial mechanics of the Electoral College. To unseat Trump, the Democrats must flip at least three of the nine crucial swing states Trump won last time. Now, that won't be easy, with perennial battlegrounds Ohio and Florida trending in a strongly Republican direction. Instead, Democrats will concentrate on three heartland pickups, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. In all three states, Republicans fared very badly in 2018, losing Senate and governor's races. Trump needs to hold just one of these three keystones, and he'll win. Even if Democrats take both Michigan and Pennsylvania, the two larger prizes of the key three, Trump still gets 270 and wins the presidency by a single electoral vote. Look for another close, fierce fight to the finish. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. 888-344-1170. Are you happy with the tax plan? Did you feel like you got a good deal? Did you save some money this past year? Well, give me a call. Tell me when no tell me what you think about the Trump tax plan because there's a lot of Californians that feel like we kind of got in the shaft about it. Um, but here's some good news for you, um, because I want to shift gears from Notre Dame, which is very upsetting. Here's some good news for you guys. Uh, your tax money in 2018 went for great, fantastic programs like $1.7 million for holograms of dead comedians. Or how about this? Uh to study the sexual habits of quails on cocaine. And then my all-time favorite, my absolute favorite, is $500 million on Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Joining me now to talk about uh, National uh, Government Theft Day is Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots. Can't think of a better day to have you on. Welcome back to the show. Well, it's so good to be with you. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. So um, according to Washington Post, 60 something percent of Americans did uh, give less money to the government in taxes last year that 80, about 85 percent of the middle class did. But nine percent of the middle class had to pay more. And I'm suspecting that some of them are are because they're in California and Jersey and New York with the high tax states to where we're not able. There's a cap put on state and local tax deductions and others. But the average, according to H&R Block, the average refund is or tax savings is twelve hundred dollars. I don't think that's anything to sneeze at, Jenny Beth. No, I think that it's um, it is a good refund, and we um, people are also able to keep more of the money that they earn while they're earning it, rather than giving it to the government to turn around and give back to them at the end of the year. So both both in both instances, that's better for the American taxpayer. Yeah, because the thing is, is that. You can't really have it both ways. You know, a lot of the Americans are saying, well, wait a second, I'm not getting as big of a refund as I did last year. But yeah, you got to keep more 
of your own money, which should be better to you. Because honestly, if you're getting a big fat refund, you paid in too much. And you and you know what? You're going to get it back, but you ain't going to get it back with interest. What could you have been doing better with that money throughout the year? And, you know, if you're like most Americans who live paycheck to paycheck, you know, you probably could have used that money at some point throughout the year. I'm hoping that the, we, that the Republicans will do something. I feel like it was a really bad compromise. Republicans are not supposed to be the party of picking and choosing winners and losers. So I really didn't like what they did in the way that they affected the high tax states. I never bought into the spin the way that some people tried to spin it as though, well, this exposes the Democrats in these blue states for shafting people on the state taxes. Well, you know, what it really did was, you know, it it really shafted, uh, you know, all the voters. And I really didn't like that. Um, But, you know, I, I have to say that, another part of the Washington Post article was that 70, about 71% of Americans really feel like the economy is booming. So things are really, this the tax plan, most importantly, the tax cuts for the corporations really did jumpstart the economy, didn't it? Well, they did. They jumpstarted the economy. So the economy is booming. More people can, we're, there are fewer people on unemployment across the board. So that's very good. And the other thing is that wages are increasing, and wages are increasing not because the government mandated that they increase, but because um, people can go and get a better job, and that means that employers are having to compete with higher salaries and or better benefits in order to keep to keep employees and protect the best employees. So that's one thing where um, all Americans, regardless of whether you're whether you're in California or New York with high local tax or state taxes, or in a, a state like Florida, Georgia, where it isn't as high, we're all benefiting from that, and and we're able to to get higher higher wages as well. Yeah, for, because for uh, right because. Uh, Pay is growing at 3% a year, which according to the Labor Department is growing faster uh, and it's growing faster for low-income workers. And that's the best normal uh, gain, that nominal gain in a decade. The article also went on to talk about what's called CapEx, which is capital expenditures. And the article, because WAPA was trying to find something bad in this tax plan. They were like, oh yeah, capital expenditures, businesses investing in equipment and things that make employees more productive, make their business go better. Therefore, they're able to make more widgets and hire more people. They were like, yeah, um, that did help. That did go up, but it may, you know, it slowed a little bit, you know, in third and, and fourth quarter. It's still a win. That's why we've seen bonuses being paid out. We've seen um, uh, we've seen uh, wages increase because you're right. Uh, one of the things that happens is it's the law of supply and demand. Companies invested more. Their business is growing. They need to hire more because there's fewer employees out looking for work. They've got to pay better in order to attract better employees. We also saw, according to this article, that uh, there there's about three trillion dollars overseas. They tr- they try to see it as a negative that six hundred sixty five billion has been brought back. I say that's a nice big chunk. Well, I think it is a, a nice big chunk, and it's that is a good thing for our our, our economy as well. So they they can try to paint it as negative. I guess they can try as hard as they want to paint it negatively, but the fact is. The American people are reaping the benefits of the improved economy, and I think that that, that, that's part of the reason why President Trump's polling numbers are increasing right now, and and. And that's good for all of us. Well, then, then I'm confused. Then I got to transition into, and thank you for taking that bullet, watching that town hall with Bernie Sanders tonight for the rest of us, because I just don't think I could have stood it. Um, so how? But with everything we just laid out, 
80-something percent of the middle class getting more money in their pocket. Unemployment, wages going up. Unemployment at all-time lows for minorities. The economy's booming. More money being brought back in. How is How are these socialists getting any traction in this country? Well, when you... Um, things that we're talking about up until now are... What you're talking about is they're, they're trying to say they're going to get things away for free. And you and I know there's no such thing as free lunch. It's very tempting. Yeah. You know what, Jenny? We're starting to lose you here. We're having a hard time hearing you. Maybe you can give us a call back when you get... Yeah, uh, DJ Carrot Sticks is going to try to call you back. Maybe we can get a better connection. No, what she's talking about is, you know, really, they, they really don't have any arguments. So what they have to do, what the left has to have has to do somebody's sneezing really loud hopefully i don't know if you guys heard that uh what we what the left has to do is a few things they've got to try to prey on the hearts and the minds of people it's one of the reasons why they're pushing reparations because they've got to they've got to play the shame game they've got to try to foster hate and resentment between americans they've got to they've got to prey upon the young people right now that have too much debt coming out of college without dealing with what the real cause of that was they've got to prey upon them and offer free and there is no such thing as free it's the first lesson lesson in economics. Jenny Beth, welcome back. Glad we got you. You were saying? Yeah, I was saying that they, that's exactly what they're doing. They're dangling free in front of them. And and free sounds better than working hard and, and watching your wages increase and paying taxes. But the fact is there is no such thing as a free lunch. And the programs that they are, are talking about, not only are they not free, they're going to take freedom and liberty away from all Americans, because when you start um, suppressing economic freedom, you choke personal freedom. And they want to say that the things that they're, they're going to give away for free are rights. You have the right to free health care and the right to this and the right to that. The fact is, it's not a right if you're making someone else pay for it. You don't have the right to go into a doctor's office. Somebody who dedicated time, money, talk about taking out loans, talk about then having to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars a year as some people that I know, doctors, for insurance against litigiousness and, and, and lawsuits. You don't have the right to, to walk into a doc, doctor's office and say, I'm here for my eye exam or I'm here for you to do perform whatever service any more than I have the right to go into you know Nordstrom's and say, you know what, I, you know, I'm poor, I can't afford a $400 suit, you need to give me one because I have the right to wear a suit every day. You know, it's it's insane that we've, we are creating this entire, I don't know if those are the same, you know, scenarios, but I think we're getting there because we're, we're telling everybody in this country that you've got a right to health care, to go into a doctor's office to get service. You've got a right to have a, a, a home. You've got a right to have your college paid for. Next thing it's going to be, you've got a right to have a car. You've got a right to, you know, have a Prada handbag. Where does it end, Jenny? Well, apparently it, it, it still doesn't even end with a right to an income, whether you work or not, even if you don't want to work. So it's not, not because you are unable to work, but simply because you, you don't want to. Um, it, 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 it's socialism. It's socialism and everywhere in the world. History has shown everywhere in the world that socialism has been tried. It fails. It does not work. And it will not work this time. And the, we have to do all that we can to stop this socialist trend in our country and make sure Americans are choosing freedom. If we don't have freedom and liberty in America... It will go out everywhere in the world. And if anybody wonders whether or not 
Uh, Bernie Sanders is the real deal. He actually is the real deal. He is an elitist who's sitting on millions of dollars. If he believed what he said, he would have posted today a copy of a big fat check where he gave 90% of his income over all his book sales that that he, I guess, uh, in the town hall tonight, he tried to say that that wasn't really capitalism or whatever. No, he knows that the elites like him will still live fat and large while it's the peasants that are scrounging along the streets to try to find a dog to eat. He is nothing but a hypocrite. All of them are. And shame on any American that buys into it. Final thought before we have to go. 30 seconds. Um, I completely agree with you. That, that is exactly right. It, it's elitist. They're living under two sets of laws. That's what always happens under socialism and part of the reason why it fails and why we must continue to stand for freedom and do all that we can to be able to convey the message of freedom and hope for the future to, to the young people in our country who, who think socialism is the right choice. And how can they find out more about Tea Party Patriots? <laughs> TeaPartyPatriots.org. Thank you so much for being here, Jenny Beth. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you guys for hanging in there with that connection. She's just too important of a guest. We're going to, ch- speaking of important guests, the Mueller report is dropping on Thursday, just in time for a holiday weekend. And I just cannot wait. In fact, I cannot wait to hear what Miss Sydney Powell has to say about it. She's going to be with me next. Want more, Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. We know how much you value your child's education. We also know how hard it can be to balance the importance of that education with the cost. That's why our half-price tuitions are back. The Answer San Diego is once again partnering with top-quality private schools to offer half-price tuition for the fall semester. Now you can give your child an excellent academic and arts education in a supportive private school environment for half the regular price. Simply log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools. There are tuitions for preschool to high school, all at half off. When you find the school you like, give us a call at 844-800-5757. When you call, you can put the half-price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy. Then your child will be set for the fall semester in a great private school for half the regular tuition. Call 844-800-5757 for all the details or log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. 
Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day at a BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to 25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the BRE 01943736 and MLF Moment 32583 and is an equal opportunity lender. Whether you're an aficionado or just picking up memorable gifts for the tobacco lover in your life, Liberty Tobacco has just what you're looking for. As San Diego's oldest independent tobacco store that's been serving San Diego since 1957, Liberty Tobacco has one of the largest selections of premium imported cigars with all the top brands, like My Father, Arturo Fuente, Padron, and Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's only authorized dealer for the much-desired Davidoff cigar. There's more than just cigars at Liberty Tobacco, too. They feature a selection of its exquisite handcrafted pipes from top makers around the world and some of the most unique blends of custom pipe tobacco. Be sure to follow Liberty Tobacco on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with promotions, events, and happy hour deals. You can get cigars, pipes, and tobacco anywhere, but if you want the lowest prices and the most experienced staff, Liberty Tobacco is the only place in town you need to go. To find the location nearest you, visit LibertyTobacco.com. That's LibertyTobacco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Thoughts and prayers for the people of France over Notre Dame. Uh, today is tax day. We were talking to uh, Tea Party Patriots about that. Still waiting to hear from you. 888-344-1170. If you're feeling good tonight on tax day, a little bit later on the show, I've got some tax deals for you. If you're if you're needing a little needing a little love on tax, if you're needing a little break somewhere, I've got some ideas for you. Uh, speaking of a break, um, the Democrats just can't get a break right now because they just really thought for the last two years that they were going to be able to take down President Trump. It literally was a coup attempt, and they might have ended up taking down themselves. We'll have to see. That's why I've got uh, Sidney Powell back with me tonight because, uh, you know, we all have our fingers crossed, but she really is the best person to tell us what we can expect when the Mueller report is put out on Thursday. Hey, Sydney, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea, thank you for having me. All right, so uh, congrats, by the way. Your book is still on fire. We should have teed up that song by Alicia Keys. Uh, this Girl is on Fire, because everybody's still talking about your book. I think it even got some award the other day, didn't it? License to Lie? Uh, yeah, it did. It got uh, uh, one of the top five best political corruption books of all time well you literally nailed all of these players even in advance so if anybody really wants a better understanding and it's really a must-read book and don't you don't even have to believe me believe Limbaugh, rush hannity all the rest okay so now that everybody understands i we just did your voir dire right everybody understands you're the real <laughs> deal able to be here and give your expertise what what are you ex- expecting to see with the Mueller report and what's going to happen after that 
Well, I'm really expecting a lot of uh, junk in it, frankly, about the Russian troll farms and the cyber interference in the election, because that's how they're going to try to justify having spent two years on something they already knew existed that could have been stopped by President Obama if he'd done his job with respect to those issues, and otherwise trying to muddy the waters trying to give the investigation any validity at all when it absolutely had none. Right. And what people need to do is go back and look at how it all started and keep the focus on that because they had absolutely no legal basis or factual basis, as Comey has admitted, to investigate, begin an investigation on four members of the Trump campaign. And we also have Comey giving illegal access to the raw NSA database to Fusion GPS, I'm sure, as one of the three private contractors redacted in the FISA court decision of April 2017 that Rosemary Collier issued absolutely excoriating the FBI for all the FISA abuses. Well, Devin Nunes has put forth uh, charging recommendations for eight people. We don't have the names, five of which he says were simple. Here's the name. Here's the crime they committed. He said three a little bit more complicated because they involve FISA courts, but it's tied to the conspiracy charges. Who do you think it is? Well, the FISA court and the conspiracy charges, I would think, would have to involve Mr. Comey and other people who signed the FISA applications knowing they were not verified when they swore that they were. Um, yeah, so that's clearly got to be Rosenstein, Comey. Uh, we, I, I think we've got to be looking at Clapper. We've got to be looking at Brennan. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm still concerned whether or not we've got a Department of Justice and an FBI that's, that's prepared to hold people accountable. Because Andrew McCabe, they recommended charges against Andrew McCabe last April. We still have not seen any. In terms of the Mueller report, getting back to that, I believe, and you, you're former federal prosecutor, I believe that the reason why Mueller ch- refused to uh, fully exonerate President Trump on the collusion is because he knew go he knew when he walked through the door that there was nothing on the Russian collusion end of it. So he had oh, to... absolutely, right, because so, Andrew Weissman was running the back channel with Bruce Orr on the steel dossier with the FBI and DOJ and Glenn Simpson. Right. So, yeah, so he knew day one. So then, then it has to become about obstruction. And so, and he knew, I mean, is there anybody out there who believes that Mueller found any, any pot, if there was any possible way, he could have said that President Trump obstructed justice, that, that he would not have recommended charges for that. So, but, but his refusal to say that and to exonerate Trump on the obstruction tells me that there's still, the game is still to destroy President Trump, either through smears and innuendo or through this obstruction. How can concerned to you as a former federal prosecutor that there's anything in here that has to do with obstruction because you can be guilty of obstruction and obstructing an investigation even if that investigation was not based on an actual crime well i don't think there's going to be any uh, significant evidence of obstruction i think there's going to be stuff that they try to smear him with to allege obstruction red meat as i call it that they're trying to throw the democrats for the impeachment effort it's going to be sprinkled with that Mr. Weissman will have taken pieces of things and put them together to try to create a narrative that creates an impression of obstruction, but there's no actual evidence of an obstruction that would fly or Mr. Mueller would have recommended an indictment, and he didn't. And the failure to recommend an indictment is tantamount to an exoneration. 
And frankly, I think Mr. Barr is being extremely generous in releasing as much of the report as he plans to release because the way the Department of Justice usually works is if you're not indicted, nobody hears anything about it. It's all shut down. Well, and that's the way that it should be because, for example, I use the example and it's probably a bad one and you could probably come up with so many better. But it's like if... um, if somebody calls out of spite, you got a neighbor who calls and reports you to Child Protective Services just because they want to make your life miserable, and this is the kind of thing that happens, and CPS shows up and does an investigation and finds, you know, something dirty or what, you know, they find you didn't do anything wrong, but, you know, they've got some unflattering stuff in the file. They don't then, or police come to investigate, they don't then go to, you. it's public record if you get arrested, but it doesn't become public record if, if CPS or somebody comes into your home and investigates, and they don't find evidence of a crime crime or anything, but they find some unflattering stuff. They don't go put it in the paper. Right. Isn't that the same thing that what we're talking about here? Yes. We don't, we don't publish information about people that doesn't result in formal charges. I, and I, but I feel like at this point, I feel like they have to put the report out there, even if it's unflattering, because there's too many Americans out there that, uh, although MSNBC and CNN, I mean, their ratings have tanked because you know they really didn't produce any goods, and their product that they were selling was been lying to people for right. two and a half years. Right. Um, but I, but I'm in support of them releasing it because the there's been there's been enough Americans that have bought into the lies that they need to read it for themselves that there was no collusion that there was no obstruction of justice. I'm actually in favor of releasing it. But at that point... What we really need released, Andrea, are all the documents, the FISA court decision unredacted, the page stroke text messages unredacted, the Bruce Orth 302s, and there are many of them unredacted, the FISA applications themselves, including the ones that were rejected early on. We need all of those. We need the actual documents that form the basis for all this nonsense in the first place. All the Comey memos, and there are many of those, Mm -hmm. all of those, we need them all unredacted so the people can see what really went on behind the scenes in creating this entire egregious fraud on the courts and the American public. Absolutely, because President Trump was correct. This wasn't a a takedown a coup attempt of a sitting president in the United States of America. We cannot have this happen. And I'm one of these people that I disagree with your friend Sean Hannity, who, you know, defends the FBI. I don't believe that the FBI deep state could have pulled this off without it being more than just a few people at the top. And I am really lost faith in my government and in my top law enforcement agency, the land and the Department of Justice. I've lost faith in it and they got a petition to get it back. And it's not going to go back. My my faith in it, as well as a many Americans, it's not going to come back until we are able to see everything with transparency and see some people at high levels do a perp walk and be held accountable. And that includes Hillary Clinton, because even I don't even think they need to waste taxpayers. And you can tell me if I'm wrong in our our final moments here. I don't think it's necessary to to put treasure to reopening an investigation against or just prosecute her for the crimes that were already proven. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty out there that I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations hasn't run on the information in the public domain that could easily be proved. Yeah, uh, like violating the Espionage Act. I mean, I kind of don't blame that Lori Lachlan from the college. I don't know if you follow that story. The college cheating scam. She pled not not guilty and she's willing to fight it in court. And it's like, well, you know, if I was her, if she was smart, she'd be saying, hey, Hillary Clinton got away with violating the Espionage Act. Why y'all busting me? I'm trying to get my my know nothing dumb kid into a school. 
Uh, you know, I, I think every celebrity, everybody ought to be using the Hillary Clinton defense. And then maybe if we had we had some liberals, you know, start doing that, maybe we might hold, you know, start seeing some people be held accountable. But until then, you know, I've I've lost my faith in, in the justice system. Um, final thoughts, Sydney, before we got to go. 20 seconds. Well, we've got to have everyone that is guilty held accountable for, to restore the rule of law in this country. And you're right. Right now, we don't have it. We cannot function with a two-tiered system of justice. Well, I can't wait to have you back after the report comes out. And then we see what happens next. Sydney Powell, get her book, License to Lie. Thanks for being here, Sydney. Thank you, Andrea. All right, now stay tuned. I'm way over to break. DJ Carrot Sticks is like, girl, get, get, get to a break. When we come back, got a few deals for you here. Uh, where you can get some good deals still, even at this late hour on tax day and uh, a big story coming out of the border. Guess who's joined the Put America First crowd? Wait till you hear this. Come on back. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. We're here at CreditRepair.com, the most recognized name in the industry when it comes to resolving credit report issues and getting that credit score up. With me, I got Aaron. Aaron, what happens when people call CreditRepair.com? A lot. Just one call gets any listener a free credit score, free credit report, and a free personalized credit evaluation right over the phone. In just a few minutes, you'll know exactly what's hurting your credit and get a personalized game plan to help restore it. And that can make a huge difference when it comes to getting those things that we want, like a new car, a new house, or even a brand new job. Absolutely. Your credit score is one of the first things lenders look at, and our proven process can help remove those unfair or inaccurate items, like late payments and collections from your credit report. In fact, on average, people who have used our service have seen significant improvement in their credit scores month after month. What are you waiting for? Call CreditRepair.com today. Call 800-851-5318. That's 800-851-5318. 800-851-5318. Many solar companies send out inexperienced salesmen who aren't qualified to know what to look for when evaluating your home for adding a solar system. This includes evaluating your current electrical panel. Hello, I'm Jesse Keegan with Keegan Electric Solar. Your family deserves the best. As a certified electrical contractor, I'll personally look at your electrical panel and make sure it's solar ready. A lot of homes in San Diego require electrical panel upgrade because of the increase in our overall electrical demands and aging electrical panels. Keegan Electric Solar only installs solar ready electrical panels. 
Get the job done right. Whether you need trenching to move your electrical panel because of your gas line or just an overhead service from the power pole, let Keegan Electric Solar guide you through the electrical panel upgrade process. Call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Now that Robert Mueller has concluded his probe determining there's no evidence showing President Trump colluded with Russia, Spygate has become one of the greatest political scandals in America's history. The intelligence community and federal agencies conspired against Donald Trump's presidency. The Epic Times has a special two-part Spygate series that exposes the players in this plot and what developments you should look for in the coming weeks. Try the Epic Times for just $1 for the first month by logging on to TrustedNewspaper.com, TrustedNewspaper.com. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Um, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. I'm on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Thank you guys if you're watching on Facebook uh, Live tonight. Thank you for your patience. We've had some technical issues there. But you can always listen at TheAnswerSanDiego.com or on our app. We're also There's like 29 diff- million apps and different ways that you can listen. Um, speaking of listening, there's one singer out there who's, who's, I don't know why anybody ever thought the woman could sing. I mean, listening, it makes my ears bleed, but guess who said this A little pop quiz for you, DJ carrot sticks who tweeted out the other day. I understand helping struggling immigrants, but my city capital letters, my city, Los Angeles in parentheses, isn't taking care of its own. What about the 50,000 plus citizens who live on the streets, people who live below poverty line and hungry? If my state can't take care of its own, many are vets. How can it take care of more? Guess who said that, DJ Kerasinks? <laughs> that sounds better than that old Hank. Bad news for, for uh, music lovers. Remember how she did her farewell tour for that went on for like 19 years? I guess she's going back on tour. Uh, maybe when she goes on tour on stage, she ought to wear a Make America Great Again hat, right? Who first came up with the idea that, you know what? Maybe we best be taking care of our own before we bring in any more, huh? Donald Trump. And y'all called him a racist for it. It's real simple. You don't bring in people. There's no compassion in destroying the United States of America to take care of some people when we already have people dying in the streets and homeless veterans and people hungry. We're not taking care of our own and we're $20 trillion in debt. We cannot afford to take in anymore. Thank you for finally coming to the Put America First side, Cher. But do you think that she has then supported President Trump with this? Because this has basically been his argument. How is it that when he makes it, he's racist? But when she makes it, she got like... I don't know, 20, 22,000, you know, likes and a bunch of retweets from liberals. Like, yeah, makes sense. Wasn't it brilliant? This just shows the brilliance of President Trump saying, you know what? You lefties want these illegals in this country? Fine, I'm going to send them to your sanctuary cities. You don't like it, Cher? Take it up with all the different organizations from your local government to the different religious organizations that are on the take and a part of why they've decided that they're on board with the sanctuary cities. Matt Gates was on, uh, I, I don't know what, I don't remember what outlet he was on, but he was on somewhere yesterday saying, yeah, um, you know, we could send him to Nancy Pelosi, but, you know, to, to her neighborhood, but she lives behind a big fat wall. She wouldn't even see him. 
So Trump once again exposed. Somebody said that this tweet just basically summed up, you know, the entire Trump presidency and won him re-election because he brilliantly pointed out when he's got far left liberal kooks like Cher making his argument, I'd say we won. And we best we best get to um, actually doing something to stop this because Cher's right. She's right from an economic standpoint. But what about a health standpoint? Uh, according to a public health official in Laredo, Texas, this is an article from today, 20 Congolese migrants are being monitored for Ebola. Right now, there was an, an epidemic in Ebola, of Ebola, according to the World Health Organization. They're considering declaring a global emergency because that's how bad of a massive outbreak of Ebola they have right now in the, uh, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. 1,200 reported cases just uh, as of April 10th in the Congo, and those cases resulted in the deaths of 764 patients. The World Health Organization, Doctors Without Borders is saying whatever the official status of this outbreak is, it is clear the outbreak is not under control and we need a better collective effort. The Red Cross is saying that this is a disaster as well. And this is what we've got at our border. There's uh, 20 being monitored in... um, in his in Laredo, Texas, and then there's another dozen just across the border in Mexico. And this is this is just the Congolese residents w- w- being monitored for Ebola. We have the flesh-eating bacteria in Tijuana. So not only can we not afford because we've got our own people that we need to be taking care of, we cannot afford to let in these diseases into our country. We have an absolute right and an obligation to take care of our families first. If you were struggling to feed your three children, would you leave your front door open and to allow any vagrant who wanted to come in and eat all the food out of your refrigerator and leave your children hungry? I would hope you wouldn't be that stupid. But that's the kind of stupidity we got going on here. Speaking of stupidity, uh, you know, I, already, I was going to do a little bit of a Hollywood update. I already talked a little bit about it, about Lori Loughlin and her husband Massimo, who's not aging well, by the way. I don't know if he's sick or what. That used to be one good-looking dude. Um, they've decided to try to beat it. The college scan, you know, the feds have a better closing rate than Tom Brady might have at spring break in his college days, if you follow me. Okay. They ain't going to lose if you go to court. You don't try to fight the feds. But that's the arrogance of Hollywood. The complete arrogance. They're so arrogant that they have been trashing conservatives, trashing America for so long, and they're probably not catching the fact that, according to the Daily Caller, it might be a reason why their box office revenue has hit its lowest point in six years. Because you know what? People are fed up with it. And then on top of it, there's an article today out uh, that uh, CBS tweeted out from some show called The Good Fight. I don't even know who watches this drivel. They, they, it's uh, some type of political show or, NS, I, I, I don't know, some kind of intelligent show they tweeted out hmm some of the target words look a little familiar did you catch any easter eggs in the scene where diane joins the resistance basically they tweeted out uh uh, phrases that had to do with images and phrases assassinate president trump and eliminate mar-a-lago regarding the tv show they've taken the tweet down and said that the response and it was out of context and the response was not what they intended oh you didn't intend to do a show about wanting to assassinate President Trump? You didn't mean those words when you typed assassinate President Trump? You didn't mean eliminate Mar-a-Lago when you typed on a production sheet that was that was evidently this tweet photo was taken from a production sheet, part of your production? You didn't really mean that? Oh, you didn't? I think people meant it when they said they weren't going to watch that show anymore. Anyway. Who's really watching that anyway? The Good Fight? I think they need to rename that show to the, the low-down Hollywood Hank show 
I don't even know who these actresses are. It's ridiculous. We're going to be right back here tomorrow night. Got a great show for you lined up tomorrow night. Come back here at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all.